God, that was embarrassing. Why did I do that? I definitely should have done some more research. That was so awkward. Sometimes being an adult is tough and you have to do things and make decisions that you might not feel prepared for. To help with these moments, I thought I'd share some of the things I wish someone had told me before I made a big life decision. This is the five things I wish I knew before with Ms. Ralston. Hi everyone. Welcome to the five things I wish I knew with Ms. Ralston. This is the part of the podcast where I reflect on my experiences and the things that we were talking about today with our expert and share with you five things I wish I knew. Today, we're going to focus on studying overseas. Studying overseas can be a really daunting thing and it might even seem like something that's impossible. I know I really felt like this when I first thought about studying overseas and I really felt like it was something that was totally inaccessible to me until I started researching it when I was at uni. You might already know this about me, but it also might be a surprise to learn that when I was in my third year of uni, I studied overseas in the UK for a summer semester. And so here are the five things I wish I'd known before studying overseas. Number one, studying can be expensive. So do some research and apply for as many scholarships as you can. Now, when I was in uni, I was working part-time, but this was the biggest reason I felt like I would never be able to study overseas because I was so worried about being able to afford it. Obviously, when you're at uni in Australia, you know, your HEX loan can cover the cost of your tuition and it can even help with things like getting textbooks. But in my case, I didn't have to pay for accommodation because I was still living at home. If you're going to travel overseas though, you have to find money to cover your accommodation, your textbooks, your university fees, public transport, food, all of the things that you need to survive and all of the things that you're going to need for your uni course. So if you're thinking about studying overseas, my first piece of advice is go and speak to student services at your university and find out exactly what scholarships and grants your university offers to make things more affordable and to make studying overseas more accessible. When I got the letter saying I was accepted to study overseas in the UK, I was ecstatic. Then apply for all of them. And then I saw the fee list and I did six literature units overseas, but the book list for my course was over a thousand dollars. And that was just the mandatory books. It wasn't even the recommended reading list that went on for two more A4 pages. And I'm not going to lie. I totally freaked out when I saw this. I went to my uni on the verge of tears saying, I don't think I can study overseas anymore because I don't think I'm going to be able to afford it. And the person I spoke to at student services kind of looked at me, looked at the list and went, yeah, there are about 10 scholarships you can apply for today. And here are another 10 that you can apply for with a letter of reference and recommendation and a personal essay. Now I applied for all of those scholarships and in the end all I had to pay for when I studied overseas were my flights, my lunches and my spending money. The rest was covered by scholarships and grants from my university and that is incredible. I still feel so lucky that I was able to receive all of that support from my university because otherwise I would never have been able to study overseas. So if you're thinking about studying overseas, check out what supports your university offers you. I'm sure that there are lots of opportunities to help support you, to help make studying overseas more financially accessible. All you have to do is find out what they are. Number two, traveling on your own can be really daunting. So if you're going to travel to your host university on your own, I'd advise having Having a plan for what you're going to do at each stage of your journey and a clear plan of how you're going to get from the airport to your host 
Monash University. So from the things that I was talking about with my first big piece of advice, you can probably guess that I was studying overseas on a budget. And because of that, the flight, the flight that I took to England was 21 hours long and it involved three different plane trips. This was the flight that I could afford as a uni student who was working past time. But I was really worried about the fact that I was going to be on my own traveling internationally for the first time in my life. And not only was I going to be traveling on my own, but I was also going to have to make three plane trips just to get to the UK on my own. So I made a plan. And every time I got off the plane, I would do the exact same thing, regardless of which airport I was landing in. I would clear customs. I would find a quiet space in the airport and Skype my parents. Whatever time it was, I would eat a snack that I had bought in my backpack. I had in snap-locked baggies labeled about which country I was going to eat this snack in. I would add something to my travel journal. And then for however much time was left in my stopover, I would read and annotate my course books. On the way back, my plan was pretty much the same, except I swapped out read and annotate my course books for write my thesis project. The good thing about having a clear plan meant that I didn't feel nervous when I stepped off the plane. I definitely felt nervous when I was in Melbourne and I had to say goodbye to my parents at the internet national terminal. But when I got off the plane for the first time at my first stopover, I knew exactly what I was going to do. And even though I was in a new place and I didn't know anyone and I didn't speak the language there, I still felt confident because I had that plan and I knew what I was going to be doing for the next three hours. Number three, be prepared for uni to be really different overseas. Now, it's kind of common sense that every university would have different expectations of its students. Every country would have a different understanding of what it means to be a university student. But I think this is something that sometimes people can forget. So if you are going to go overseas to study, don't expect everything to be like it is in Australia. Don't expect your teachers and professors and lecturers to teach you in exactly the same way. And especially don't expect them to mark assessment tasks in the same way. Now, I would argue that this is an incredible opportunity. And if you study overseas, you have this amazing opportunity to immerse yourself in the education system of another country. Take that opportunity, make the most of that opportunity. Think really flexibly about the way that you work, the way you study, the way you present your findings and analysis in whatever way you are going to at your new university. But definitely don't be that person who complains to their professors or to other students about how in Australia, I would have gotten a higher mark on this because they don't mark you down for X, Y, or Z. Or complaining to the professor because, well, in Australia, people don't teach like that. And I think it would be really helpful if you, the professor, started teaching differently. People don't appreciate it, especially if you're coming to another country and you're trying to tell a professor, a professional, someone who's been teaching for years that just because they don't teach the same way your professor does in Australia, their way is somehow wrong or less than. When I was in the UK, I definitely saw people who did this and I always had this like, oh, moment of just utter like, oh, that's so bad. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you be that person? Now, that's not to say if something is going wrong or if someone's behaving unprofessionally that you shouldn't report them. But if it's just generally the way a, the way a professor structures their lessons, just move on. Number four, when you're overseas, it's important to balance your studies with uni life. You're young, you're overseas and you're studying, but where possible, make sure you get time to explore the country that you're in. Studying overseas is an incredible opportunity to immerse yourself in the education system of another country but it's also an incredible opportunity to experience life in another country as a young person. So when you can, make sure you get out, 
explore, do things, make friends, make lasting relationships, find people who have similar goals and passions to you. Some of my favorite memories of studying overseas are the memories I made outside of the classroom with other international students. Memories like accidentally stumbling into a royal college that we found out was only meant to be for members of the royal family. Memories like getting lost on the way to a Shakespeare performance and then having to ask random strangers on the street for directions and being given objectively terrible directions that just made no sense whatsoever. Now, one day, I hope I can go back to the UK. I hope that I can reconnect with the people that I was studying with there. But I am so grateful that in addition to all of the experiences I had inside of the classroom, I also had a little bit of freedom and flexibility to go and explore the parts of the UK that I was in. Number five, studying overseas is an incredibly rewarding experience that will change your life. There's not really much more I can say. My memories of studying overseas are things that I will cherish for the rest of my life. When I was studying overseas, the environment that I was in was so academically rigorous. I came back to Australia with a whole new set of eyes and I feel like my experiences overseas have really helped shape the person that I am today and the teacher that I have become. There are so many parts of myself that I think I can trace back to studying overseas. I know I certainly feel a lot more confident now. I'm a lot more confident traveling on my own. I have confidence that even though I am absolutely terrible at directions, I'll be able to figure it out. I have a real confidence in myself now. Confidence that I didn't have before I traveled overseas. Now I have more confidence in my sense of direction and in myself and my abilities. Because if studying overseas taught me anything, it's that with confidence, with support and with passion, I can do anything that I set my mind to. So if you have the opportunity to study overseas, or if you're thinking that it's something you might like to do one day, but aren't 100% sure, I'd say go for it. You can do it. It'll change your life and you will not regret that decision to go overseas and study. Thanks for listening to this episode of the five things I wish I knew before with Ms. Ralston. If you heard something today that sparked a question, check out our website. The link's in the description and there's a place for you to send in a question that you would like an answer to. If you'd like to hear another perspective on this topic, be sure to check out the new episode of the Not So Simple Guide to Adulting. Take care of yourselves and be kind to yourselves because adulting is not so simple. I'll see you later.